Hey y'all, welcome to my very first official episode of The Pretty Girl Diaries. So this will be episode one. So I just decided to um, actually introduce myself because um, if you were paying attention to my very first, my very initial episode, I, uh, it was 10 o'clock PM and let's say I had a little bit of liquid courage. So I was feeling myself and I was taking multiple takes for it. And I really didn't, I didn't have any notes. I had like three notes for that podcast. So now I'm going to be talking for a little bit on this one. So this is episode one where I will be formally introducing myself. So like I said, in my first podcast episode, my initial one, <laughs> my name is Andrea and my Enneagram number, I'm going to start with my Enneagram number because that'll play into some of my later episodes. So my Enneagram number is four. I am 22 years old and I go to Middle Tennessee State University. My birthday is August 10th. So that means I'm a Leo. Um, think what you want. <laughs> and the y'all know the misconceptions about Leos. They're selfish. Um, y'all know the deal. I don't got to tell you. You probably had a Leo in your life that that made you hate Leos, but you're going to love this one. So, like I said, my Enneagram number is four. So I'm going to read y'all some stuff about type fours. So the core values for Enneagram fours are authenticity and self-expression are the pinnacle of the individual's existence. Their ultimate goal is for the world to recognize and appreciate their wholly unique identity. Um, they strongly believe that their striking difference from others should always be consistent and succumbing to trends would be considered the ultimate act of betrayal. So if you know me personally, you know that I try not to do what other people do. I kind of just, I kind of just do my own thing. But a lot of the stuff that I do is, I guess you could say it's trend based, but I try to kind of put a spin on things that are trends, but I try to make them my own. So I had to pick up where I left off at. So with the trend thing, I guess the only things that I kind of quote unquote succumb to when it comes to the trends is mainly just YouTube content. Because like I said, in my first video, my YouTube handle, go search me right now. I know you're listening to me on my pod on Spotify or Anchor or even Apple Podcasts as of right now. So I'm going to need you to go to YouTube and search up Get Pretty With Puff and you will see all of my YouTube videos. So um, I guess the quote unquote trend based things that I do are mainly videos, like hair reviews mostly because there really isn't. The, literally the only way you can get on the recommended page is to do trend based things. So, I mean, I got some things that I do that are unique to me, like, I guess this podcast, but as far as just things, life in general that has nothing to do with like things on social media, I kind of just do my own thing because despite what you see on the internet, um, Ooh, I sound like a pick me. <laughs> I don't want to, I don't really do a whole lot of trend based things, but anyway, 
back to introducing myself. I go to MTSU, Middle Tennessee State University in good old Murfreesboro, Tennessee, and I am majoring in biology. So the things I want to do with that degree, I honestly do not know because I'm tired of school, y'all. I'm high key tired of school. I have like three options I want to do. One thing I want to do is go to nursing school. That's on the table. I really don't know though, because in my opinion, y'all please don't drag me. <laughs> please don't drag me. But I honestly feel like nurses do more than what they're paid for. So being a nurse is on the table, but it's not. It may or may not be like, I guess I'm going to say like top four, top five, probably like top, it's in the top 10, top 10, top seven, but it's not my first choice. My first choice is to find a job that's going to make me some money, if we're being completely honest. Because as much as I want to go to school, go to more school, and if you hear, if you hear something, that's me plucking a wig, um. I'm waiting on a client right now and I'm plucking the wig in the process. So if you hear me plucking, that's what's, that's what's going on. So as far as like the, what I want to do after I graduate, I just want to make me some money, man. I really commend people that go to grad school straight out of college, but I am tired. So like I said, I am so, so tired of undergrad but let me pause for a little minute so with this anchor app i can like record and then keep some of the pieces in my draft like i can record some like two minutes three minutes here and there and then i can kind of mesh it all together and so what i was when i was talking that first time that was literally november 13th it is now november 19th it's just been a really really long um what is it six days so yeah like i said i am just so i'm y'all can y'all can hear the exasperation in my voice like i'm so tired of undergrad i'm tired of registering for classes i just registered for classes like um like on November 1st. And that was my very, very last time registering for classes. Thank God. So my plans for graduation, like I said, I just want to make me some money. Like (laughs) I just want to make me some money. I don't care what it is. I'm thinking like right now I'm looking for a job that's going to accommodate to me. But whenever I can, whenever I get tired of that, the things that are on the table as of right now, I'm in no ranking of importance, is teaching because I have taken three chem- four chemistry classes, actually. I've taken intro to chemistry. I've taken gen- general chemistry one and two, and I've taken organic. Well, actually, I, actually, I took... Um, I took elements of organic so I mean I still I still tell people that I took organic like it's a prerequisite for the last class that I'm taking next semester so it does count (laughs) but I have taken four chemistry classes up to organic so I'm thinking that if I do become a teacher then I would have to take two practice exams I have to take the I think it's like the 
the overall teaching practice, like I would have to do like, I don't know. It's, you have, (laughs) I don't know how to explain it. You have to take it. All teachers have to take that one because that's like the, you know, how do kids learn kind of test. But the second practice is general knowledge. And I'm graduating with a bio degree, but even though I don't have a, even though I don't have a minor in chemistry, I have taken enough chemistry classes to be able to teach chemistry in a, in a grade school setting. So I want to teach high school, maybe middle school. If I do teach middle school, I will be, um, I will be teaching at least eighth grade because sixth and seventh graders, I'm sorry. I will talk to you like I'm crazy. (laughs) Like you're crazy. Like I can't, no. And I know that they say like, you have to have your composure. You have, no. Like if a kid tries to, you know, what, what the grown folks say, if a kid wants to get fresh with me, I'm gonna get fresh right back. So sixth and seventh grade is a no. And elementary school, I cannot teach elementary school because I, um, I can't teach elementary school because I'm not getting an education degree. I'm strictly getting a biology degree. So if I have, I think it's an education or an early education degree, then I will be able to teach um, kindergarten through fifth grade. Don't quote me on that, but I have been doing a, a little bit of reading because that's kind of in my, in my, in my, it's on the table right now. Like I said, I am thinking about teaching and then a whole lot of people a whole lot of schools in Memphis, where I'm from, really just Shelby County in general, they need teachers. So that is on the table for me. And also going back to the practice thing, um, like I said, I can teach chemistry or biology because the amount of chemistry classes that I have taken will cover well, then more than enough of like high school, just regular high school chemistry, because I strictly remember, well, I distinctly remember when I was taking chemistry in high school, I think the highest we we really went was like polyatomic ions. And my last chemistry class that I took, we were going over, I don't know, molecules. We were going over, um, I don't know. I really can't remember just organic chemistry. If you took organic chemistry, (laughs) then, you know, it's really like, if you know, you know, type of thing so yeah and then for biology I myself even being a biology major I struggle with biology like I know how to memorize concepts but sometimes applying that is really kind of hard so I may or may not teach biology if I choose to teach but like I said this on the table so number two is a radiologic technologist so like sonography mammography anything that has to do with like x-rays or a machine I don't I don't I think x-rays are different but I'm gonna do there's this program in Memphis back home and it's at this school it's at Methodist so if you know anything about Methodist and how the programs go let me know and it's two years so I can go do two years at Methodist and then make, I don't know, like 70,000. And then if I stay with whatever company, then I might may or may not be able to climb the ladder. So that is also on the list for that. And 
I can't really think of anything else right now off the top of my head. I thought I had more notes than that, but it's whatever. <laughs> so I'm thinking about doing that and um, and a nurse, like I said. Um, just, I, I don't know. I don't know. People talk about being a nurse and stuff, but like, I want to work in the medical field, which I appreciate. I love that there are so, so, so many things you can do in the medical field. Like I do not have to be a nurse. I don't have to be a doctor, but I still, I still want to work in the medical field. I want to do something. And as far as my master's degree, I do want to go back and get my master's. I really don't, I don't know what I would get. I don't know what kind of degree, what kind of master's degree I would get though, just because like if I go to school, I mean, if I go teach and I really like teaching, then I'm going to go back and get my master's in education. But if I don't, um, if I don't teach, I might get my master's. I might just get my master's in biology, to be honest, because I can't really think of anything else off the, like, like I said, off the top of my head right now, but I do want to get my master's. I do want to be one degree hotter. Okay. That's just, that's just what I want to do. So yeah, that's what, that's what, those, those are my plans for, uh, after graduation, I don't really have a definite plan, but like I said, I'm still get to the money. I'm going to give me some money regardless of what I do. So, you know, that's just, that's just a little peek into my world. And I just, I really appreciate my parents letting me stay at their house while I get my, get my ish together. I'm going to try not to cuss on this podcast, but if you know me, (laughs) if you know me, then I kind of have a potty mouth, but. You know, if people want to reach out to me, you know, I don't want to have a whole bunch of mess on my podcast. So let me talk about what you guys will expect from my podcast. So I'm going to give y'all a little sneak peek for my season one. So season one is going to have I'm going to talk about like astrology. I'm not going to expose the entire list, though. Um, I'm going to talk about astrology. I'm going to talk about how college is not a scam. Okay, I'm gonna um, I'm gonna expand on that when it's time. But like I said, I'm gonna talk about that, and then I'm gonna talk about enneagram numbers, astrology. Like I said, astrology, and if it is, you know, if you can put it against nature versus nurture, because we all know, and I think this is because <laughs> I think I put it that way because, like I said, I am a biology major, and we did talk about nature versus nurture. So a whole lot of those things are a, a culmination of what kind of person that you are. So I'm going to look into that and then I'm going to talk about pick me culture because I did used to be a pick me. (laughs) If you know, you know, (laughs) but that's pretty much it for my season one. I already got season two, um, lined up. I'm not going to talk about that because that's season two. You just gonna have to wait, but Um, what I want to do as far as like for my actual podcast, like for, you know, like little, little special things, little tidbits. So I have send in a voice message and you will, and you will be featured. 
So, um, if you want to send in a voice message, don't say anything crazy, but if you want to, you can say like, Hey, this is my name. You know, you can shout out your Instagram or your, your business. I might just limit it to maybe like YouTube channels, businesses, this, that, and the other, because if you, if you just want people to follow you on Instagram and you ain't making no quality content, like what, what am I going to. I don't want to, well, that's not so mean, but like, what, why would I let you on my platform if you just want people to follow you on Instagram so they can look at you? You know, I want people that I want to shout out people that they can buy stuff from people that can learn from people that can be inspired by your content. I just don't want just somebody on your feed. You know what I'm saying? I want you to have some quality stuff. Like if your business is up and coming and you want to, you want me to announce it maybe like on my Instagram, cause I get way more traffic on my Instagram, my Instagram, maybe my YouTube or something like that. I do, I've done some collabs with some small businesses. So, you know, we can make that work. We can do some, we can do something like that, or we can do like a small business of the week, YouTube channel of the week or something like that. I just want to share, you know share with people everybody's talents so that's one and then the other one is I will shout out that person's business channel business channel um business YouTube channel business page or whatever and then the last thing I have is affirmations at the beginning or the end so I listened to this one girl Her name is Tiana Thomas. Look, I'm already shouting her out, but (laughs) her name is Tiana Thomas. She does the Affirmations of a Bad Bitch podcast. I want y'all to go check her out because she just, she, it's like she just gives me a pep talk every time I listen, but that wasn't, that technically didn't count as a formal shout out, BTW, but y'all go listen to her. But I kind of wanted to do like some affirmations either at the beginning or the end because sometimes we forget to say our our affirmations. And if you listen to this podcast, then I, you know, I might help you with that. You know, I might help somebody get back on track with their affirmations. I don't know. It, It might be different. It might be something different. It might be the same. But all of this is just up in the air right now. Like I said, I eventually want to do a video feed for my podcast because, you know, some people like to watch people sit and talk. Sometimes I do whenever I listen to the Try Guys. It's funny because I listen to the Try Guys and I listen to Rhett and Link. They do um, Good Mythical Morning if you watch them. So uh, I listen, I have, I listen to Rhett and Link, but I have to watch the Try Guys because I've been watching them for so long. Like I was listening slash watching their podcast before I actually started getting into podcasts. So it's just, um, I don't know, a tradition with me. It's a, a routine. I don't know what to call it. But like I said, I do eventually want to start doing a video version of my podcast so it can be released. I might, I don't know if I'm going to release it on my YouTube channel or if I want to do a completely different YouTube channel I see a whole lot of people do completely different YouTube channels for their podcasts so I might do that I don't know 
because then I'll just have to, I'll just have to make a whole new YouTube channel, get, get new, um, get new subscribers from my YouTube channel. So what I might do is I'm really just thinking out loud right now, (laughs) but what I might do is I might just keep it. I might just keep it on my regular channel because I can just make it a playlist if we're being, if we're being honest, if I'm being completely honest with you, cause I don't, you know, it's, it's, it's a hassle. I like to keep, I would like to keep all my things on one platform. Just like I like to keep all my things on one device. I edit my videos on my iPad, film and edit on my iPad. So I, yeah, I think that's what I'm going to do. I might just name it like episode one, season one. And then after the season is over, then I can just continue filming as normal. And then when the podcast starts back up, then I can do, I can like plan something on my, not plan something. What am I trying to say? (laughs) I can announce it in a YouTube video that I'm doing like, Okay, uh, this is my season two season season. This season is coming up for my podcast. Y'all, y'all watch out. Stay tuned, all that stuff. So I will have a video feed going on my YouTube channel for my podcast. And then I'll have a regular video being uploaded every week. Yeah. Y'all just heard my plans. (laughs) That's what I like. I'm a real think out loud person sometimes I try not to like think out loud around people I mean technically y'all just really just heard me think out loud but that's what that's what I do I'm a real think out loud person I'm a really visual person like when I learn I have to have somebody to I have to watch somebody do it I can't just say hey um this is what this is what we're gonna do here are the instructions. I can read instructions, but I just like for somebody to show me. I just like for somebody to show me, that's all. So, yeah, this is the end of my real episode one of my podcast. I'm sure it is way better than my other one because, like I said in my first one, it was 10 o'clock at night and I was like, mm. I think I'm gonna start my podcast. I don't have any notes. I got like I got like three notes written and I'ma just talk. I'ma just talk about anything. No. It's a little bit harder than that. But once I get in the groove of things, I really don't you know I can really just talk somebody's ear off. But I love you so much. Thank you for listening. Thank you so much for listening to my podcast. This is the longest that I've ever talked (laughs) um, on this take of my draft. But like I said, thank you for listening to my podcast. Go ahead, go to my Instagram. My Instagram is OXOXPuff and my YouTube is Get Pretty With Puff. And make sure y'all share the Pretty Girl Diaries with everybody because we're going to have some Um, I guess you could say like hot button topics, just things that I wouldn't like, I wouldn't want to put on my 
Insta not my Instagram, not on my YouTube. I wouldn't want to put them on my YouTube because I don't I don't want my YouTube channel to become a commentary channel. But I still like to talk about stuff and I would just like to share it with everybody and see what you know what see what people think. Continue the conversation. I just think it's real cool. So um save this podcast. Go to my Instagram, OXOXPuff. Check out my YouTube channel, Get Pretty With Puff, and I will see y'all either on in my YouTube comments, on my Instagram, or in my DMs with my podcasting thing. So, I love you and goodbye. Hello, beautiful people. Welcome to episode two of my podcast. This is season two. And in this video, I'm going to be talking about why I love being black, why I love being a Negro, a Negra, a Negress. (laughs) All the derogatory terms, because, you know, you got to you got to take back the you got to take back the offensive terms. You got to take the power back. But um, here are some reasons why I enjoy being black. So the first thing is obviously the hair, right? It's the hair. Like you can do so, so many things with your hair. Like I can be three different bitches in one week if I wanted to. I can wear a ponytail in one week. I can take that down and wet it up and style it and then wear it as a wash and go. And then I can wash it and then put some box braids in and then wear the box braids for a month if I choose to and then put a wig back on like there's just so 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 many hairstyles to choose from it's like oh my god like I just got my hair done or I just did my hair and I'm already looking at something else (laughs) that's just that's just how it is and I really enjoy it because for one um if you watch my youtube channel you know that I make hair video well really just wig videos but basically hair videos I have a few natural hair videos sprinkled in there but my channel is like mainly about hair so I enjoy challenging myself to do different hairstyles because right now I have in some soft locks I've never done soft locks before on myself I've gotten them done from other people well not other people just one person and I like them so much but I got the long ones they were like 36 inches and I'm like Y'all, I'm five feet tall and I just, no, I can't, (laughs) I couldn't do them. I think I only had them in for like, uh, really not even a month. I think it was like three weeks. I think it was like three and a half weeks because I was just so sick of them and they were, they were getting on my, all, uh, they were getting on all my nerves, y'all, all my nerves. So, um, yeah, like I said, I just love the hair. Like I... I'm obsessed with it. Not only just the natural hair, but I'm obsessed with the wigs and the weaves and the braids because there's there's so many colors, so many sizes, so many variations of the same style. And y'all already know the girlies are always coming up with something new. So it's like, like, oh my God, <laughs> what am I going to choose next? Like the, the, um, the fad, not the fad, I guess you could say the trend right now is the little heart braids. I would not dare to try to <laughs> try to do that on myself, but the professionals are killing it. Like the braiders and the 
the wig installers and even the girlies that are doing like the silk presses and stuff they're killing it so like i said i love i love hair i just love doing my hair and coming up with different styles and attempting different styles and you know like i said i can be a i can be a different bitch every week so the next thing is black don't crack okay I know so many people that are my age and people ask them if they're like 17, 18, like, no, I am 22, about to be 23 years old and I still look like a child. <laughs> and I'm not sure what the science is behind that, but I know one thing I enjoy it. And my mom is in her fifties and she looks like she's like in her forties. Sometimes depending on what she wears, it looks like she's in her thirties. Like swear to God, I just, I love it. But at the same time, I, I do get carded, <laughs> so I'm kind of like, okay, I enjoy looking like a child, but I hate being carded, so it's whatever. I don't mind getting carded. I'll get carded till I turn, uh, till I turn 40. It does not matter. And the next thing I have is black love like there's nothing like black love like people say like what about mexican love what about white love black love prevails all there's there have just been so many so many kinds of adversity that have plagued black people and to be able to see us trying to have two parent homes and trying to um what i say yeah trying to raise our kids in two parent homes and trying to trying to bust those stereotypes about like you know about black women being the welfare queens which which they are not okay um black women are the most educated demographic in America but that's that's something else but like as far as just just black love in general like going back to um don't fact check me on this but um just going back to what is it like the Vietnam War times and the black mothers would welcome back their their sons and their husbands and stuff and they helped them through everything like what if two if two black people get together and they love each other it's like it's like a, it's a freaking powerhouse so that is why I want to um have kids with a black man i want to marry a black man because i want to have some black ass kids and i want to have a black ass family <laughs> um yeah i just i love i just love the concept of black love because um everybody <laughs> i don't know y'all <laughs> it's cute i like it so my next thing is black women are the blueprint like i am the blueprint because i am a black woman okay I am the blueprint when it comes to, um, when it comes to AAVE, well, that's just black people in general, but, um, we literally came up with everything like the, the AAVE, the big earrings, the long nails, the multiple rings, the long lashes, all that, that came from us. That came from us. And the fact that <laughs> it kills me when I see tiktoks of uh like non non-black people or like non-black pocs and they they have this this accent and it's like 
all of us don't talk like that, y'all. <laughs> all of us do not talk like that. We don't, we do not sound like that. There was one video and it was like, uh, somebody said, it's not giving Asian. You're not acting Asian. I don't know if y'all know what I'm talking about, but she was like, I didn't know this is how Asian was supposed to act. I was like, what? <laughs> and then people like to chalk it up to like, oh, she was raised in Mississippi, blah, 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 blah. My auntie was born and raised in Mississippi. My mother was born and raised in Mississippi. They do not talk like that. They don't have that, that accent. Y'all know what I'm talking about. They do not have that. And I went to a predominantly black school and you see my accent is not, I mean, I don't think I have an accent. I have people tell me that I have an accent, but my accent isn't like, y'all know, y'all know the stereotypical black accent. I do not sound like that. So it's like, <laughs> where are you getting this from? Like you're, you're sounding like a caricature of a black person and that's not what we sound like for real. So I just thought that was kind of funny. And with the AAVE thing, it makes me cringe, y'all. It makes me cringe when I hear non when I hear non-black people use AAVE. <laughs> when they're like, no cap. That's that's on God. That's put that on everything. <laughs> like what? <laughs> Your words are out of place. <laughs> you're using the you're using everything in the wrong context. Like, please just um, hang it up. Just hang it up because you sound stupid. Um, what is the next thing? Um, the next thing I have is I said we've been through so much and I love how we're unlearning traumas and leaving behind toxic people and toxic behaviors. So I have noticed this a lot. I know this has to do with like our generation in general, but just just you know, it hits different when it's black people because that, that inherited trauma, that beating your kids until they're black and blue, just because they're crying. Um, we are gentle parenting. We are giving space for each other to express our emotions and, um, and cry through things. We're allowing each other to cry. We're letting, we are letting each other, um, we're giving each other space to feel our feelings. Like this is something that I'm not going to say it's not, I'm not going to say it's something that hasn't been done before, but among our generation, um, I would say like millennials and some of Gen Z, the Gen Z that has kids, um, we are just, we're, we're smashing the stereotypes. We're getting our degrees and stuff where, like I said before, we are giving our children two parent homes. Like we are really just killing the game in almost all aspects. I say almost because there's a whole lot of stuff we need to work on. But at the end of the day, the good, well, I'm not going to say the good is outweighing the bad, but there's just as much of good as there is bad. <laughs> I think, I think that's how you say it. I don't know. But like, there's just so many good things that are coming out of the black population now. Like we are crushing it. Okay. Not everybody's crushing it, but we are on our way to crushing it. Like, um, I saw this Facebook post that was like, um, black girls in Memphis are graduating like out, out the ass. Like there are so many black girls that are graduating from high school in Memphis and I can't speak for other cities, but 
there are so 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 many black girls with businesses selling wigs selling lashes selling shades um doing facials i know i know at least four licensed estheticians okay i know at least four of them and there's so many down my timeline um we got people with youtube channels podcasts example me um all while getting all while getting degrees like these the the girlies are crushing it (laughs) the black women are crushing it at least in memphis i know they're crushing it other places but from what i see they are crushing it and i'm so i'm so happy to be gang (laughs) i'm so happy to be gang because it just hits different when a black woman a well really just a black person just achieves it because there is so much adversity that is coming from all sides you have stereotypes on your left you have generational trauma on your back you have um microaggressions on your right and you have um what's some other stuff you have i don't know um even the gla- the glass ceiling like being a black woman you have your race and your gender to power through and we are like bust we are busting through that glass ceiling like there there is no glass ceiling anymore like the girlies the black women are killing it and like I said I am so proud to be gang and my next thing the next thing I have is I'm proud to be part of the most educated population in America for real so like it's self-explanatory I know so 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 many black women that are getting their degrees um in this last what is it in this last class of the school that i graduated from there are so many so many black women and i'm like oh my god i'm next y'all i am next i'm going to be a part of that population of black women i'm going to be a part of that population of black people and i'm going to be a part of that population of women and i'm going to be a part of that population of black women with a degree that is crazy it's like oh wow oh mm, mm. <laughs> i got a degree y'all <laughs> so like i said i'm just i'm proud i am honored to be part of such a huge population of people that are really just kicking ass we are kicking ass okay not all of us <laughs> all of us some of us are still kind of stuck in our ways but i'm not here to talk about what's wrong with the black community i'm here to talk about the things that i enjoy about being black so um the next thing i have is we just have that flavor we just got that flavor y'all the things we do are so smooth and never forced we just have this kind of flair about us I, I just, I noticed that because, um, when I was taking molecular genetics last semester and I was the only, I was the only black girl, the only black person. I wasn't the only POC though. There were some Indian girls in there, but I was ultimately, ultimately the only black woman in that class. And I just felt different, you know. I looked around the room and I was like, damn, everybody's hair in here is straight but mine. (laughs) Everybody's hair in here is straight but mine. And 
there's just so many things that I enjoy about being different. It's it's unreal. Like my um my boyfriend's been researching about like um all the all the things about black people and our origins and things and it's really helped to put in perspective like we are special. We are a special group of people and like I'm gonna keep saying like I'm proud to be gang I'm proud to be gang and I think it's amazing like I was born in a black ass family (laughs) and I got some black ass cousins I mean I'm not saying that like you know you know how people like talk about like dark-skinned people being black ass but I'm saying like my entire family is black and like I said like I keep saying I'm I'm proud to be gang. We just, we just have this flavor. It's like everything we say is, it's funny. We're funny as hell. (laughs) We are hilarious. And, you know, we can dance, we can sing, all that good stuff. And my next one is we're just genetically better. Come on, let's, 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 let's keep it real. We are genetically better than the rest of the population. But I'm not going to get too into that because it's just too much. You're going to have to do your own research and look up stuff about like the black genome, all the um, like the DNA of black people and how it's different from everybody else's. But yeah, we're just genetically better. And... My next thing, well, this is really like my next to last thing. I um I have I like to shit on people when I go somewhere like a college classroom or any quote unquote professional environment because people feel like I don't belong there, but I do. So that's self-explanatory. Um, I even though college has been kind of like a it's been a bumpy road, and I'm glad to almost be done. But, um, I don't know, I've developed this sense of pride about myself because I am a black woman and there's, like I said, like I said before, there's just so many things that are trying to make me lose. But for me to be winning despite all of those things makes the win even better. So serious. Like I said, you got microaggressions, you got racism, people that are just blatantly racist and um, people that secretly, people that are secretly racist and all and are in your face, people that try to sabotage you. You got your family, you got your generational trauma, and then you have the trauma from slavery because that is real. That inherited trauma from slavery is real and it is responsible for a lot of the ways it is. It is responsible for a lot of the reasons why we act the way we do. But in but for us to overcome all of those things and become great parents, we're becoming social media influencers, we're becoming doctors, lawyers, um, engineers, and all that good stuff. I think that, like I said, the win is just 10 times better because there's so many other things that are just pulling us back. But we are choosing not to let those things pull us back and we're we're trucking it forward. So um that's the end of this podcast. 
Um, <laughs> you can tell that I kind of had some notes this time. And I think I'm going to try to write just a tad bit, just a little bit of notes so I can know what I'm talking about instead of just going, <laughs> instead of just going off the dome. But, um, yeah, tell, tell, tell a black woman you love her today. Tell a black man you love him today. Tell a, tell a, tell a little black girl that you like her hair because that's important tell a little black boy that it is okay for him to be quote unquote weird. Okay. Tell, um, tell a black woman that it's okay to rest. Tell a black man that it's okay to cry and just embrace your, just embrace your, your black sisters and your black brothers. And you, if, if you're listening to this podcast and you're not black, then do all the things I just said. And, don't give in to the stereotypes. Like you would you're listening to me and you probably thought I was white. So come on now. <laughs> I we all of us don't don't sound like we're uneducated, okay? So like I said, if you're not black, do all those things and make friends with a black person. You might learn something. So that is the end of this podcast. Make sure you share. I was about to say like and subscribe. <laughs> I'm still not used to this. But um, make sure you like, share, um, repost on your story. Um, I need to start doing like shout outs or something for people who um, downloaded my podcast. And if you mark this as played on Spotify, then you might, you know, you might get a little shout out. I just need some proof. So (laughs) that's the end of this podcast. I love you and goodbye. Hello, beautiful people. Welcome to episode two of my podcast. This is season two. And in this video, I'm going to be talking about why I love being black, why I love being a Negro, a Negra, a Negress. (laughs) All the derogatory terms because, you know, you got to. You got to take back the, you got to take back the offensive terms. You got to, um, take the power back. But, um, here are some reasons why I enjoy being black. So the first thing is obviously the hair, right? It's the hair. Like you can do so, so many things with your hair. Like I can be three different bitches in one week. If I wanted to, I can wear a ponytail one week. I can take that down and wet it up and style it and then wear it as a wash and go and then I can wash it and then put some box braids in then wear the box braids for a month if I choose to and then put a wig back on like there's just so 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 many hairstyles to choose from it's like oh my god like I just got my hair done or I just did my hair and I'm already looking at something else (laughs) that's just that's just how it is and I really enjoy it because for one, um, if you watch my YouTube channel, you know that I make hair video, well, really just wig videos, but basically hair videos. I have a few natural hair videos sprinkled in there, but my channel is like mainly about hair. So I enjoy challenging myself to do different hairstyles because right now I have in some soft locks. I've never done soft locks before on myself. I've gotten them done from other people well not other people just one person and I like them so much but I got the long ones they were like 36 inches and I'm like 
y'all I'm five feet tall and I just no I can't <laughs> I couldn't do them I think I only had them in for like uh really not even a month I think it was like three weeks I think it was like three and a half weeks because I was just so sick of them and they were they were getting on my all uh, they were getting on all my nerves y'all all my nerves so um yeah like I said I just love the hair like i I'm obsessed with it. Not only just the natural hair, but I'm obsessed with the wigs and the weaves and the braids because there's there's so many colors, so many sizes, so many variations of the same style. And y'all already know the girlies are always coming up with something new. So it's like, like, oh my God, <laughs> what am I going to choose next? Like the, the, um, the fad, not the fad, I guess you could say the trend right now is the little heart braids i would not dare to try to <laughs> try to do that on myself but the professionals are killing it like the braiders and the the wig installers and even the girlies that are doing like the silk presses and stuff they're killing it so like i said i love i love hair i just love doing my hair and coming up with different styles and attempting different styles and you know, like I said, I can be a I can be a different bitch every week. So the next thing is black don't crack. Okay. I know so many people that are my age and people ask them if they're like 17, 18. Like, no, I am 22, about to be 23 years old and I still look like a child. <laughs> and I'm not sure what the science is behind that, but I know one thing. I enjoy it and my mom is in her 50s and she looks like she's like in her 40s sometimes depending on what she wears it looks like she's in her 30s like swear to god I just I love it but at the same time I I do get carded <laughs> so I'm kind of like okay I enjoy looking like a child but I hate being carded so it's whatever I don't mind getting carded I'll get carded till I turn uh, till I turn 40 it does not matter and the next thing I have is black love like there is nothing like black love like people say like what about Mexican love what about white love black love prevails all there's there have just been so many so many kinds of adversity that have plagued black people and to be able to see us trying to have two parent homes and trying to um what I say yeah trying to raise our kids in two parent homes and trying to trying to bust those stereotypes about like you know about black women being the welfare queens which which they are not okay um black women are the most educated demographic in America but that's that's something else but like as far as just just black love in general, like going back to, um, don't fact check me on this, but, um, just going back to what is it like the Vietnam war times and the black mothers would welcome back their, their sons and their husbands and stuff. And they helped them through everything. Like what if two, if two black people get together and they love each other, it's like, it's like a, it's a freaking powerhouse. So that is why I want to 
um, have kids with a black man. I want to marry a black man because I want to have some black ass kids and I want to have a black ass family. <laughs> um, yeah, I just, I love, I just love the concept of black love because, um, everybody, <laughs> I don't know y'all, <laughs> it's cute. I like it. So my next thing is black women are the blueprint. Like I am the blueprint because I am a black woman. Okay. I am the blueprint when it comes to, um, when it comes to AAVE, well, that's just black people in general, but, um, we literally came up with everything like the, the AAVE, the big earrings, the long nails, the multiple rings, the long lashes, all that, that came from us. That came from us. And the fact that (laughs) it kills me when I see tiktoks of uh like non non-black people or like non-black pocs and they they have this this accent and it's like all of us don't talk like that (laughs) y'all all of us do not talk like that we don't we do not sound like that there was one video and it was like uh somebody said it's not giving asian you're not acting asian i don't know if y'all know what i'm talking about but she was like i didn't know this is how asian was supposed to act I was like, what? (laughs) And then people like to chalk it up to like, oh, she was raised in Mississippi, blah, 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 blah. My auntie was born and raised in Mississippi. My mother was born and raised in Mississippi. They do not talk like that. They don't have that, that accent. Y'all know what I'm talking about. They do not have that. And I went to a predominantly black school and you see my accent is not, I mean, I don't think I have an accent. I have people tell me that I have an accent, but my accent isn't like, y'all know, y'all know the stereotypical black accent. I do not sound like that. So it's like, (laughs) where are you getting this from? Like you're, you're sounding like a caricature of a black person and that's not what we sound like for real. So I just thought that was kind of funny. And with the AAVE thing, it makes me cringe, y'all. It makes me cringe when I hear non when I hear non-black people use AAVE. <laughs> when they're like, no cap. That's that's on God. That's put that on everything. <laughs> like what? <laughs> Your words are out of place. <laughs> you're using the you're using everything in the wrong context. Like, please just um hang it up. Just hang it up. Cause you sound stupid. Um, what is the next thing? Um, the next thing I have is I said, we've been through so much and I love how we're unlearning traumas and leaving behind toxic people and toxic behaviors. So I have noticed this a lot. I know this has to do with like our generation in general, but just, just, you know, it hits different when it's black people because that that inherited trauma that beating your kids until they're black and blue just because they're crying um we are gentle parenting we are giving space for each other to express our emotions and um and cry through things we're allowing each other to cry we're letting we are letting each other um we're giving each other space to feel our feelings like this is something that i'm not going to say it's not i'm not going to say it's something that hasn't been done before but 
among our generation, um, I would say like millennials and some of Gen Z, the Gen Z that has kids, um, we are just, we're, we're smashing the stereotypes. We're getting our degrees and stuff where, like I said before, we are giving our children two parent homes. Like we are really just killing the game in almost all aspects. I say almost because there's a whole lot of stuff we need to work on, but at the end of the day, the good, well, I'm not going to say the good is outweighing the bad, but there's just as much of good as there is bad. <laughs> I think, I think that's how you say it. I don't know. But like, there's just so many good things that are coming out of the black population now. Like we are crushing it. Okay. Not everybody's crushing it, but we are on our way to crushing it. Like, um, I saw this Facebook post that was like, um, black girls in Memphis are graduating like out, out the ass. Like there are so many black girls that are graduating from high school in Memphis and I can't speak for other cities, but there are so, so, so many black girls with businesses selling wigs, selling lashes, selling shades, um, doing facials. I know, I know at least four licensed estheticians. Okay. I know at least four of them and there's so many down my timeline. Um, we got people with YouTube channels, podcasts, example, me, um, all while getting all while getting degrees, like these, the, the girlies are crushing it. <laughs> the black women are crushing it, at least in Memphis. I know they're crushing it other places, but from what I see, they are crushing it. And I'm so, I'm so happy to be gang. <laughs> I'm so happy to be gang. Cause it just hits different when a black woman, a well, really just a black person just achieves it because there is so much adversity that is coming from all sides. You have stereotypes on your left. You have generational trauma on your back. You have um, microaggressions on your right. And you have, um, what's some other stuff? You have, I don't know, um, even the, gla the glass ceiling, like being a black woman, you have your race and your gender to power through and we are like bust we are busting through that glass ceiling like there there is no glass ceiling anymore like the girlies the black women are killing it and like I said I am so proud to be gay and my next thing the next thing I have is I'm proud to be part of the most educated population in America for real so like it's self-explanatory I know so 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 many black women that are getting their degrees um in this last what is it in this last class of the school that i graduated from there are so many so many black women and i'm like oh my god i'm next y'all i am next i'm going to be a part of that population of black women i'm going to be a part of that population of black people and i'm going to be a part of that population of women and i'm going to be a part of that population of black women with a degree that is crazy it's like oh wow oh mm, mm. <laughs> i got a degree y'all <laughs> so like i said i'm just i'm proud i am honored to be part of such a huge population of people that are really just kicking ass we are kicking ass okay not all of us 
all of us, some of us are still kind of stuck in our ways, but I'm not here to talk about what's wrong with the black community. I'm here to talk about the things that I enjoy about being black. So, um, the next thing I have is we just have that flavor. We just got that flavor, y'all. The things we do are so smooth and never forced. We just have this kind of flair about us. I, <laughs> I just, I noticed that because um, when I was taking molecular genetics last semester and I was the only, I was the only black girl, the only black person. I wasn't the only POC though. There were some Indian girls in there, but... I was ultimately ultimately the only black woman in that class. And I just felt different, you know. I looked around the room and I was like, damn, everybody's hair in here is straight but mine. <laughs> everybody's hair in here is straight but mine. And there's just so many things that I enjoy about being different. It's it's unreal. Like my um my boyfriend's been researching about like um all the all the things about black people and our origins and things and it's really helped to put in perspective like we are special. We are a special group of people and like I'm gonna keep saying, like I'm proud to be gang. I'm proud to be gang. And I think it's amazing, like I was born in a black ass family <laughs> and I got some black ass cousins. I mean, I'm not saying that like, you know, you know how people like talk about like dark skin people being black ass, but I'm saying like my entire family is black. And like I said, like I keep saying, I'm, I'm proud to be gang. We just, we just have this flavor. It's like everything we say is, it's funny. We're funny as hell. <laughs> we are hilarious. And, you know, we can dance, we can sing, all that good stuff. And my next one is we're just genetically better. Come on, let's let's let's, let's keep it real. We are genetically better than the rest of the population. But I'm not going to get too into that because it's just too much. You're going to have to do your own research and look up stuff about like the black genome, all the um, like the DNA of black people and how it's different from everybody else's. But yeah, we're just genetically better. And my next thing, well, this is really like my next to last thing. I, um, I have, I like to shit on people when I go somewhere like a college classroom or any quote unquote professional environment because people feel like I don't belong there, but I do. So that's self-explanatory. Um, I, even though college has been kind of like a, it's been a bumpy road and I'm glad to almost be done, but, um, I don't know. I've, Develop this sense of pride about myself because I am a black woman and there's like I said like I said before there's just so many things that are trying to make me lose but for me to be winning despite all of those things makes the win even better so serious 
like I said, you got microaggressions, you got racist people that are just blatantly racist and, um, people that secretly, people that are secretly racist and all, and are in your face, people that try to sabotage you, you got your family, you got your generational trauma, and then you have the trauma from slavery because that is real. That inherited trauma from slavery is real. And it is responsible for a lot of the ways it is. It is responsible for a lot of the reasons why we act the way we do. But in, but for us to overcome all of those things and become great parents, we're becoming social media influencers, we're becoming doctors, lawyers, um, engineers, and all that good stuff. I think that, like I said, the win is just 10 times better because there's so many other things that are just pulling us back, but we are choosing not to let those things pull us back and we're, we're trucking it forward. So, um, that's the end of this podcast. Um, (laughs) you can tell that I kind of had some notes this time and I think I'm going to try to write just a tad bit, just a little bit of notes. So I can know what I'm talking about instead of just going, (laughs) instead of just going off the dome. But, um, yeah, tell, tell, tell a black woman you love her today. Tell a black man you love him today. Tell a, tell a, tell a little black girl that you like her hair because that's important. Tell a little black boy that it is okay for him to be quote unquote weird. Okay. Tell, um, tell a black woman that it's okay to rest. Tell a black man that it's okay to cry. And just embrace your, just embrace your, your black sisters and your black brothers. And you, if, if you're listening to this podcast and you're not black, then do all the things I just said and don't give into the stereotypes. Like you would, you're listening to me and you probably thought I was white. So come on now. <laughs> I, we, all of us don't, don't sound like we're uneducated. Okay. So, like I said, if you're not black, do all those things and make friends with a black person. You might learn something. So that is the end of this podcast. Make sure you share. I was about to say like and subscribe. <laughs> I'm still not used to this. But um, make sure you like, share, um, repost on your story. Um, I need to start doing like shout outs or something for people who um, downloaded my podcast. And if you mark this as played on Spotify, then you might, you know, you might get a little shout out. I just need some proof. So (laughs) that's the end of this podcast. I love you and goodbye. Hello, beautiful people. Welcome to episode two of my podcast. This is season two. And in this video, I'm going to be talking about why I love being black, why I love being a Negro, a Negra, a Negress. (laughs) All the derogatory terms, because, you know, you got to you got to take back the you got to take back the offensive terms. You got to take the power back. But um, here are some reasons why I enjoy being black. So the first thing is obviously the hair, right? It's the hair. Like you can do so, so many things with your hair. Like I can be three different bitches in one week if I wanted to. 
I can wear a ponytail one week. I can take that down and wet it up and style it and then wear it as a wash and go. And then I can wash it and then put some box braids in and then wear the box braids for a month if I choose to. And then put a wig back on. Like there's just so, 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 so many hairstyles to choose from. It's like, oh my God, like I just got my hair done or I just did my hair and I'm already looking at something else. <laughs> that's just that's just how it is. And I really enjoy it because for one, um, if you watch my YouTube channel, you know that I make hair videos, well, really just wig videos, but basically hair videos. I have a few natural hair videos sprinkled in there, but my channel is like mainly about hair. So I enjoy challenging myself to do different hairstyles because right now I have in some soft locks. I've never done soft locks before on myself. I've gotten them done from other people. Well, not other people, just one person. And I like them so much, but I got the long ones. They were like 36 inches and I'm like, y'all, I'm five feet tall and I just, no, I can't, <laughs> I couldn't do them. I think I only had them in for like uh really not even a month I think it was like three weeks I think it was like three and a half weeks because I was just so sick of them and they were they were getting on my all uh, they were getting on all my nerves y'all all my nerves so um yeah like I said I just love the hair like I I'm obsessed with it not only just the natural hair but I'm obsessed with the wigs and the weaves and the braids because there's there's so many colors so many sizes so many variations of the same style and y'all already know the girlies are always coming up with something new so it's like like oh my god <laughs> what am I gonna choose next like the the um the fad not the fad I guess you could say the trend right now is the little heart braids I would not dare to try to <laughs> try to do that on myself but the professionals are killing it like the braiders and the the wig installers and even the girlies that are doing like the silk presses and stuff they're killing it so like I said I love I love hair I just love doing my hair and coming up with different styles and attempting different styles and you know like I said I can be a I can be a different bitch every week so the next thing is black don't crack okay i know so many people that are my age and people ask them if they're like 17 18 like no i am 22 about to be 23 years old and i still look like a child <laughs> and i'm not sure what the science is behind that but i know one thing i enjoy it and my mom is in her 50s and she looks like she's like in her 40s sometimes depending on what she wears it looks like she's in her 30s like swear to god i just i love it but at the same time i i do get carded <laughs> so i'm kind of like okay i enjoy looking like a child but i hate being carded so it's whatever i don't mind getting carded i'll get carded till i turn uh till i turn 40 it does not matter and the next thing i have is black love like there is nothing like black love like people say like what about mexican love what about white love black love prevails all there is there have just been so many so many kinds of adversity that have plagued black people 
and to be able to see us trying to have two parent homes and trying to um what I say yeah trying to raise our kids in two parent homes and trying to trying to bust those stereotypes about like you know about black women being the welfare queens which which they are not okay um black women are the most educated demographic in America but that's that's something else but like as far as just just black love in general like going back to um don't fact check me on this but um just going back to what is it like the Vietnam war times and the black mothers would welcome back their their sons and their husbands and stuff and they helped them through everything like what if two if two black people get together and they love each other it's like it's like a, it's a freaking powerhouse so that is why I want to um have kids with a black man I want to marry a black man because I want to have some black ass kids and I want to have a black ass family <laughs> um yeah I just I love I just love the concept of black love because um everybody I don't know y'all it's cute I like it so my next thing is black women are the blueprint like I am the blueprint because I am a black woman okay I am the blueprint when it comes to um when it comes to AAVE well that's just black people in general but um we literally came up with everything like the the AAVE, the big earrings, the long nails, the multiple rings, the long lashes, all that that came from us. That came from us. And the fact that <laughs> it kills me when I see TikToks of uh like non non-black people or like non-black POCs and they they have this this accent and it's like all of us don't talk like that, y'all. <laughs> All of us do not talk like that. We don't, we do not sound like that. There was one video and it was like, uh, somebody said, it's not giving Asian. You're not acting Asian. I don't know if y'all know what I'm talking about, but she was like, I didn't know this is how Asian was supposed to act. I was like, what? <laughs> and then people like to chalk it up to like, oh, she was raised in Mississippi, blah, 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 blah. My auntie was born and raised in Mississippi. My mother was born and raised in Mississippi. They do not talk like that. They don't have that that accent. Y'all know what I'm talking about. They do not have that. And I went to a predominantly black school and you see my accent is not, I mean, I don't think I have an accent. I have people tell me that I have an accent, but my accent isn't like, y'all know. Y'all know the stereotypical black accent. I do not sound like that. So it's like, <laughs> where are you getting this from? Like you're, you're sounding like a caricature of a black person and that's not what we sound like for real. So I just thought that was kind of funny. And with the AAVE thing, it makes me cringe y'all. It makes me cringe when I hear non, when I hear non-black people use AAVE. <laughs> When they're like, no cap, that's that's on God. That's put that on everything. <laughs> like what? <laughs> Your words are out of place. <laughs> you're using the you're using everything in the wrong context. 
Like, please, just um, hang it up. Just hang it up. Because you sound stupid. Um, What is the next thing? Um, The next thing I have is, I said, we've been through so much. And I love how we're unlearning traumas and leaving behind toxic people and toxic behaviors. So I have noticed this a lot. I know this has to do with, like, our generation in general. But just, just... You know, it hits different when it's black people because that that inherited trauma, that beating your kids until they're black and blue just because they're crying. Um, We are gentle parenting. We are giving space for each other to express our emotions and um, and cry through things. We're allowing each other to cry. We're letting we are letting each other um, we're giving each other space to feel our feelings like this is something that. I'm not going to say it's not I'm not going to say it's something that hasn't been done before but among our generation um I would say like millennials and some of Gen Z the Gen Z that has kids um we are just we're we're smashing the stereotypes we're getting our degrees and stuff we're like I said before we are giving our children two parent homes like we are really just killing the game in almost all aspects. I say almost because there's a whole lot of stuff we need to work on. But at the end of the day, the good, well, I'm not going to say the good is outweighing the bad, but there's just as much of good as there is bad. <laughs> I think, I think that's how you say it. I don't know. But like, there's just so many good things that are coming out of the black population now. Like we are crushing it. Okay. Not everybody's crushing it, but we are on our way to crushing it. Like, um, I saw this Facebook post that was like, um, black girls in Memphis are graduating like out, out the ass. Like there are so many black girls that are graduating from high school in Memphis and I can't speak for other cities, but there are so, so, so many black girls with businesses selling wigs, selling lashes, selling shades, um, doing facials. I know, I know at least four licensed estheticians. Okay. I know at least four of them and there's so many down my timeline. Um, we got people with YouTube channels, podcasts, example, me, um, all while getting, all while getting degrees, like these, the, the girlies are crushing it. <laughs> the black women are crushing it, at least in Memphis. I know they're crushing it other places, but from what I see, they are crushing it. And I'm so, I'm so happy to be gang. <laughs> I'm so happy to be gang. Cause it just hits different when a black woman, a well, really just a black person just achieves it because there is so much adversity that is coming from all sides. You have stereotypes on your left. You have generational trauma on your back. You have um, microaggressions on your right. And you have, um, what's some other stuff? You have, I don't know, um, even the, gla- the glass ceiling, like being a black woman, you have your race and your gender to power through and we are like bust we are busting through that glass ceiling like there there is no glass ceiling anymore like the girlies the black women are killing it and like I said I am so proud to be gang and my next thing the next thing I have is I'm proud to be part of the most educated population in America for real so like 
it's self-explanatory. I know so, 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 so many black women that are getting their degrees um, in this last, what is it? In this last class of the school that I graduated from, there are so many, so many black women. And I'm like, oh my God, I'm next, y'all. I am next. I'm going to be a part of that population of black women. I'm going to be a part of that population of black people. And I'm going to be a part of that population of women. And I'm going to be a part of that population of black women with a degree. That is crazy. It's like, oh, wow. Oh, mm. <laughs> I got a degree y'all <laughs> so like I said I'm just I'm proud I am honored to be part of such a huge population of people that are really just kicking ass we are kicking ass okay not all of us <laughs> all of us some of us are still kind of stuck in our ways but I'm not here to talk about what's wrong with the black community. I'm here to talk about the things that I enjoy about being black. So um, the next thing I have is we just have that flavor. We just got that flavor, y'all. The things we do are so smooth and never forced. We just have this kind of flair about us. I <laughs> I just, I noticed that because um, when I'm, was taking molecular genetics last semester and I was the only I was the only black girl the only black person I wasn't the only POC though there were some Indian girls in there but I was ultimately ultimately the only black woman in that class and I just felt different you know I looked around the room and I was like damn everybody's hair in here is straight but mine <laughs> everybody's hair in here is straight but mine and there's just so many things that I enjoy about being different it's it's unreal like my um my boyfriend's been researching about like um all the all the things about black people and our origins and things and it's really helped to put in perspective, like, we are special. We are a special group of people. And like I'm going to keep saying, like, I'm proud to be gang. I'm proud to be gang. And I think it's amazing. Like, I was born in a black-ass family. <laughs> and I got some black-ass cousins. I mean, I'm not saying that, like, you know... You know how people like talk about like dark skinned people being black ass, but I'm saying like my entire family is black, and like I said, like I keep saying, I'm I'm proud to be gang. We just we just have this flavor. It's like everything we say is it's funny. We're funny as hell. <laughs> we are hilarious, and you know we can dance, we can sing. All that good stuff. And my next one is we're just genetically better. Come on, let's 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 keep it real. We are genetically better than the rest of the population. But I'm not gonna get too into that because it's just too much. You're gonna have to do your own research and look up stuff about like the black genome, all the um like the DNA of black people and how it's different from everybody else's but yeah we're just genetically better 
And my next thing, well, this is really like my next to last thing. I, um, I have, I like to shit on people when I go somewhere like a college classroom or any quote unquote professional environment because people feel like I don't belong there, but I do. So that's self-explanatory. Um, I, even though college has been kind of like a, it's been a bumpy road and I'm glad to almost be done, but, um, I don't know. I've developed this sense of pride about myself because I am a black woman and there's like I said like I said before there's just so many things that are trying to make me lose but for me to be winning despite all of those things makes the win even better so serious like I said you got microaggressions you got racism people that are just blatantly racist and um people that secretly people that are secretly racist and all and are in your face people that try to sabotage you you got your family you got your generational trauma and then you have the trauma from slavery because that is real that inherited trauma from slavery is real and it is responsible for a lot of the ways it is it is responsible for a lot of the reasons why we act the way we do but in but for us to overcome all of those things and become great parents, we're becoming social media influencers, we're becoming doctors, lawyers, um, engineers, and all that good stuff. I think that, like I said, the win is just 10 times better because there's so many other things that are just pulling us back. But we are choosing not to let those things pull us back. And we're, we're trucking it forward. So, um, that's the end of this podcast. Um, (laughs) you can tell that I kind of had some notes this time and I think I'm going to try to write just a tad bit, just a little bit of notes so I can know what I'm talking about instead of just going, (laughs) instead of just going off the dome. But, um, yeah, tell, tell, tell a black woman you love her today. Tell a black man you love him today. Tell a tell a tell a little black girl that you like her hair because that's important. Tell a little black boy that it is okay for him to be quote unquote weird. Okay. Tell um tell a black woman that it's okay to rest. Tell a black man that it's okay to cry. And just embrace your just embrace your your black sisters and your black brothers and you if if you're listening to this podcast and you're not black then do all the things I just said and don't give in to the stereotypes. Like you would you're listening to me and you probably thought I was white. So come on now. <laughs> I we all of us don't don't sound like we're uneducated, okay? So like I said, if you're not black do all those things and make friends with a black person. You might learn something. So that is the end of this podcast. Make sure you share. I was about to say like and subscribe. <laughs> I'm still not used to this. But um, make sure you like, share, um, repost on your story. Um, I need to start doing like shout outs or something for people who um, downloaded my podcast. And if you mark this as played on Spotify, then you might 
you know, you might get a little shout out. I just need some proof. So (laughs) that's the end of this podcast. I love you and goodbye.